All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. Liz, I'm struggling a little bit with the voice today, and uh, I apologize in advance if it's annoying as hell. It annoys me to hear my own show, but whatever. Um, and taking as much Ricola as I can. I don't know what it is. Um, I think a lot of it is the buildup of allergies, which I've had probably that's the worst I've ever had it since I used to live in Atlanta um, from 92 to 96. I mean, my car every day is just full of, you know, this this yellow pollen. Linda, is it as bad for you as it, it's been for me? You've been saying the same thing. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. I, I, I can't feel my face anymore. And Benadryl, <laughs> I should own stock in it. No, I mean, in, in where you are, it's the same thing. You know, that yellow gook and oh, guck. And everywhere. Gum. It's on my car. Everywhere. It's on the table. It's on my it's, sunglasses. It's it everywhere. Is, I can't escape I've it. Even the get, dog is sneezing. I've had to get prescription eye drops. I'm using Flonase. I'm using Zyrtec. I've used Allegra D. I've tried every single thing out there. And uh, it's just never been I will tell you one trick. I think I told you this before, but well, I can't remember. If you have a teaspoon of local honey from a local supplier, like anywhere in your area, like places that normally do a lot of their own farming and things like that. I do my own grocery shopping. Do you think I know where to go to find the local beekeeper? But in your store, in your local store, wherever you go, they'll have honey and some of it will be from a local supplier. And it has all the pollen from your area. The reason I don't have anything sweet in the house because I can't control myself. Oh, so, my God. I, okay, first control- of all, it's a teaspoon of honey, Sean. No, but w- once I have one teaspoon, if it's the middle of the night and I'm unconscious, I'll eat, I'll, I'll, I'll suck down the whole bottle. Okay, that's really disgusting. No <laughs> one except for Winnie the Pooh eats that don't much make, honey. You just don't need a make teaspoon. me laugh. You're not helping. You're not, you're not helping. Good grief. Uh, all right, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. All right, we've, we've got real problems. I am, I am feeling a sense of how bad things are going to get in, a way, in ways I've just never felt before. I mean, on the economy, we see what's happening. We, we've now had two attacks in just recent weeks. We're told by authorities, not by me, not a conspiracy theory, that these are Russian hackers that are now attacking our meat industry. The same hackers or same location, Russian, with the Colonial Pipeline. I, for the life of me, don't understand. Our government has been hacked now for like 30 or 40 years. To whatever point they had any computer systems, they've been hacked. And why we have not built up a defensive measure against outside hacking and hackers, I don't know. It's it's. I, 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 there's no excuse anymore for this. You know, fool me once, twice, five, 10, 15, 20 times, shame on you. Fool me 20, 30, 40 years later, shame on us. You know, this was the point that I made about when, when WikiLeaks was in the news, is that there's an opportunity. Julian Assange exposed a weakness in our system since he was 16, a guy's like 50 years old now. We're wasting our time trying to extradite him when we, we, we ought to be extraditing Christopher Steele because he's the one that, that put out the phony Russian disinformation dossier that Hillary paid for, the real collusion in 2016, 
that that then was unverifiable and now totally the real debunked Russia story, but used as premeditated fraud by the FISA court four separate occasions, an entire year destroying one guy's life, that being Carter Page, and to spy on a, a presidential candidate and a president and then try to bring the president down for that which the other party did. Anyway, I, I am, I'm extremely concerned on all levels. I mean, Putin is going to meet with Joe. This is one day I wish Joe would stay in bed. He's, he's, he can go live in one of his many, many mansions. How is it a guy that was a you know, local Joe has this beautiful mansion in, in Delaware? Oh, that's right. He lied. We found out that he did meet with Hunter Biden's uh, uh, oligarch pals and and foreign business associates when he said multiple times, I've never, ever talked to Hunter, not one time, about any of his foreign business dealings. No, you were too busy drinking and uh, eating expensive dinners with oligarchs from Kazakhstan and Russia and Ukraine and, and elsewhere, because now we have the pictures to prove it. And Joe lied. Imagine if his last name was Trump. But, you know, Vladimir Putin is not going to be impacted at all by what the mob and the media is saying about Joe and how they're covering up for Joe being weak and frail and and a cognitive mess. And Putin is going to be emboldened after this meeting with Biden. I promise you this is the outcome. And he's going to see with his own two eyes that which we all see that the media never talks about because they've got they had the candidate protection program. Now they've got the presidential protection program for Joe. By the way, there was a Rasmussen report out today, uh, you know, with the media propping up Joe Biden, because if you turn on any other news, they're not going to show you Biden mumbling and bumbling and fumbling and sounding like, you know, an incoherent, you know, idiot half the time, barely knowing what day it is. This guy's not there. And he's going to meet with Putin, and Putin's going to make a very quick assessment. He's probably going to walk out emboldened and probably laughing at us. Because he knows that the media in this country is nothing but propaganda. He knows that big tech lies. He knows what's going he knows more about what's going on than than most Americans at this point. They study US presidents because they are hostile actors. It's a hostile regime. It's called Russia. Just like the Chinese, they're hostile actors, hostile regime. Just like the Iranian mullahs that Joe wants to give more billions to. Just like the North Koreans and Kim Jong-un. Now, they also made assessments about Donald Trump. And I would tell you that Trump scared them. They sensed that this guy was crazy enough that he just might do it. Now, that's a healthy fear. It's actually called respect. They had a healthy respect for Trump. They didn't want Trump get, to get reelected. They probably didn't want him elected in the first place. I mean, but, you know, when you have now Rasmussen finding <clears throat> 43% likely voters see Biden is a weaker commander in chief than most recent presidents, America sees it. Why isn't the media hitting me when I say, you know, they started to. When I referred to Joe as weak, frail, and a cognitive mess and struggling cognitively, why? You know, sippy cup Joe, 
got the I got the real presidential seal sippy cup for Joe and warm milky and night night and bedtime stories because they don't want me to play again and again. And this is my defense. I will let the people decide because I'm showing people on my television show and on playing it on this radio show that which they won't show you or let you hear because they're covering for him. They're an extension of the press office for all things New Green Deal radical socialist. Even this tape that we discovered last week of Circleback Jen Psaki, when she was, I guess, where was she working at the time? Fake news, CNN, I guess. It had to be. And she's saying, yeah, yeah, we're looking at each other like, what the hell's wrong with Joe? But now, of course, she works for him, so she'll defend him at any, you know, at any price here. Anyway, but that's what's going to happen. And by the way, who knew that Lunch Bucket Joe is going on vacation again? He goes, spends every weekend in Delaware. Maybe that's where the doctors are helping him. Who knows? Something is going on. Because I never saw anybody with less than, a president with less than one scheduled event on any given day. I never saw that. And that's Joe. That's Joe Biden. Um, let, me, let me play that Saki cut, because this is revealing. This is her, not as press secretary, not as circle back. I'll circle back with you. I'll circle back, circle back. No, this is her as a commentator, I believe on fake news, CNN. There have been a number of moments where even those of us who have affection for Vice President Biden think, what on earth is happening right now? From, from, uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one, uh, another line going from in Florida down to Tampa. That is a major factor. We, we don't see that, that, look. So the best way to get something done, if you... If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what you can do, the drivers, to put a million shots in the arms in my first hundred days as president. But uh, there's, you know, there to be, you know, beginning... uh, this effort uh, for 2021 is uh, I'm encouraged not just because of solid meeting with uh, with uh, the uh, he takes questions nearly every day he's out from the press that is not something we recommend yeah we don't recommend questions and Joe is so so strong I have a hard time keeping up with him yeah Jen you were lying the real Jen was, what on earth is happening? Because she knew. Everybody knows. So do the, 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 the hostile regimes of Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea know too. And now we've got Hamas apologists in this country, and Joe won't stand up to them, Nancy won't stand up to them, and Chucky won't stand up to them. Then we got, you know, apologists for the communist Chinese. Nobody's, you know, they're, they're all over the place in the Democratic Party. China's, you know, lectures us in Anchorage on human rights of all things. China blasting the U.S. for launching a COVID, the origins of the COVID-19 virus and the lab leak probe. And, you know, as Michael Goodwin said, it's time to wake up. Beijing's propaganda machine angrily blasting America for investigating why they allowed this virus out. Now we're finding out Fauci 
And the NIH was giving money to this very virology lab in, in Wuhan. A researcher tied to the Wuhan bioweapons lab thanked Fauci, these new emails that came out, for dry, trying to discredit the lab leak theory. Thank you for being our mouthpiece, uh, flip-flop. We appreciate it. By the way, did you know that Joe, you know, for 44 years, long public, his time in office, that, um, you know, lunch bucket Joe, he's managed to live in four sprawling mansions on his meager Senate salary. Town and Country magazine. Oh, isn't that nice? I see a picture of it. It's beautiful. You know, I don't really care that he has money, but now that we know that he lied and he not only knew about Hunter's foreign business dealings, but was used by Hunter to get more money and get the deals. Joe also makes this comment today. Black entrepreneurs are just as capable as whites, but they don't have lawyers or accountants. I'm like, what? What are you suggesting, Joe? That that black entrepreneurs can't figure out how to hire a lawyer or an accountant or use 1-800-ACCOUNTANT like so many other people? Or legal Zoom? Is that what you're suggesting, Joe? Kind of like when Joe pointed out, you know, uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Like, huh? What I mean, you're saying that only minority children are poor? This guy gets away with it. It's the media mob big tech protection program. All right. Why does the mob of the media give Joe a pass? Can't go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Partners with the former Klansman to stop the integration of schools, school busing, because he doesn't want public schools to become racial jungles, his words. The guy that that filibustered the Civil Rights Act, Voting Rights Act, 64, 65. How do you partner with the former Klansman? And nobody ever says a word in the mob, in the media. How do you, I'm talking about Obama, for the first time ever, ever? You get an, an African-American who's clean and bright and articulate. That storybook, man. What are you talking about? You know, black entrepreneurs are just as capable as whites, but they don't have lawyers or accountants. Okay, what are you saying when you say that? You know, poor kids are, are, are just as smart as white kids, huh? This guy is, he's got issues, man. I am telling you, he's, come on, man. You a junkie? Come on, man. Um, 800-941-SEAN. And I think he went on to say, corporations are using mixed-race couples in advertising because they're selling soap, man. This guy is, a, I can't believe he's meeting Putin. I, well, there's one day I pray that he just gets, stays home, you know, night-night cookies and, Sippy cup, warm milky. Let him watch his cartoons over and over again. Maybe you can watch the New York City cartoons from the from the Dalton School. Joe Biden gives Kamala Harris another assignment. You know, first the taster, the borders are. She's talking to all the foreign leaders, and now she's going to be the voting rights czar. Although we did get clarification that she's not actually doing the border czar. czar. She's only finding out why people want to come here. Is that really hard to figure out why people would go on a treacherous, perilous journey um, to the United States if you're coming from El Salvador, Nicaragua, um, Honduras, 
Mexico, even parts of Mexico. Well, it's not that hard to figure out. Stopping it is another issue. You know, like the stay in Mexico policy. Keep building the wall. We'll continue. afternoon when you get off work be sure to check in first for everything you missed during the day this is the sean hannity show all right 25 till the top of the hour apparently joe biden thinks january was 15 months ago since january 20 and we're talking now about 15 months ago the average daily cases are down from 184,000 to 19,000 as if you had anything to do with Operation Warp Speed? Because when you became president, Joe, it wasn't 15 months ago. I know, probably feels like that. Feels even worse for those of us watching this train wreck. Um, this, this is the stuff that the media will never point out. Never play. We have a really cool story on Hannity.com. And uh, Sweet Baby James uh, showed me this video. Uh, it's a father and a daughter rejecting critical race theory. I mean, just the, the coolest kid, the cutest kid you've ever seen. And a cool dad. And, and let me just pl- play it. You'll pick it up on the audio. This, I'd l- I, do we know how old this little girl is? It went viral. She's gorgeous. She is like full of life and love and animation. It's like, you know, everything great you love about children. Uh, Anyway, let's hit it. Daddy teaches you you can be anything in this world that you want to be. Right? Don't daddy teach you that? Yeah, and it doesn't matter if if you're black or white or any color. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow. Yellow. Right? Black. And, and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See, this is, how, this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not going to happen. My baby's going to know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard and she can become that. Work hard even though you don't know anyone. You can make friends. <laughs> Yeah, you can make friends, no matter what color they are. So we need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. If they're good people, they love them. We pray for people that are hurt. Just a beautiful moment. If you believe in natural rights, as I do, what does that mean? Well, that, that's what our declaration declares. That, that rights come from God, endowed by our creator. You know, the thing, you know, the, 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 you know, the thing, God, the creator of everything. That's what natural rights are. Rights are, are God-given. Talent is God-given. The Latin derivative for education literally means to bring forth from within. Well, what does that mean? That's predicated on a belief that talent is in every human soul. Now, the unique human experience is the, the struggle, the battle, the choices we make in this life, and that is about good and evil. 
But I believe every man, woman, and child on the face of the earth was created by God. And then it's the propensity of the heart. Some people make bad choices in their life. Some people, you know, overcome the most difficult circumstances in in their lives. But the idea is, the hope is, is that you have more good people than bad people. It's about the heart, the human heart. And it's a belief that all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with inalienable rights from God. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not a guaranteed, you know, government job, government health care, government daycare, government pre-K, government college, government wage, government job, government health care, government retirement, government healthy food. No, that's not what it is. The reason America accumulated so much power, abused it less. Now, we're not a perfect country. Always striving to become a more perfect union. You know, some of Joe's friends that he's praised over the years and partnered over the years, segregationists and former Klansmen, you know, they obviously didn't believe this. But I digress. He gets a pass because he's a new Green Deal radical socialist, and that's, that's and, and a, a shell, you know, of his former self. And by the way, Putin's going to see it. He already does. You know, it, it's very funny. I hope people don't take this the wrong way. I've done a lot of meet and greets and, you know, photo lines and all that sort of thing in the course of my career. And, you know, we, we call it a grip and greet, meet and greet. You know, all right, you got 300 clicks, meaning there's 300 people online. We're going to take pictures. I usually go up to the photographer and say, shoot fast, meaning, you know, I got, we got a lot of people online here. Let's, let's not, some photographers want to stop and focus for every picture. It's like, all right, you know, let's move this along a little bit. And it's like sometimes, you know, you shake somebody's hand and there, you could just feel there's no strength in them. Or you, you know, you, you go like this and you, pat them on the shoulder or back and it's like they're ready to collapse and a lot of people just i don't know why people don't physically take care of themselves i look if you think i like the pain that i went through today training with my sensei he beat the hell out of me today i mean every part of me right now hurt i'm not whining i'm just saying every why are you laughing you don't like when i talk about this all right i'll move i'll get off it i won't talk about it you can talk about it no, I'm just telling you, he beat the crap out of me today. Today was pain day. And that's uh, why you lost your voice. No, my voice was shot before pain day. I mean, pain I day. I think it might be a combo. Oh, I mean, it's it's painful. Anyway, um, and, and, you know, the premise behind pain day is you got to be able to take a hit. You've got to be, <clears throat> you cannot defend yourself. I mean, I look at these images that we showed last night, a, a real visceral anger just came out of me last night and i i contained it because i'm i have perfect self-control but when i see the video of this homeless guy attacking this asian american woman like that attack and just out of nowhere just beat her just took a, a roundhouse and decked her i i'm so angry at people like that in life but that's that has nothing to do with race. Maybe you would, maybe there was hatred because we see a, a significant rise in Asian American hate crimes. We see a significant rise in virulent anti-Semitism. We now have 
Hamas, which is a terrorist group, apologists in Congress. And nobody says anything to them. There's no denouncing them. Not what, why, why does Joe not speak out against them? Then we have communist Chinese apologists. You know, it's just, it's just very dangerous times for the world. I'm telling you, I'm not wrong here. By the way, average gas uh, price of gas keeps going up and up and up. Looking at Gas Buddy, this is a really cool app if you want to download it. You know, you go back to, um, when was it? You go back to December, and uh, where were we? You know, it's it's up like 65 cents on average a gallon since Joe becomes president. Biden claiming white supremacy is the most dangerous threat to America today. There are a lot of dangers to America today. A lot of them. These ignorant white supremacists, white nationalists, jackasses. Nobody wants any part of these people. They claim to be conservative. I want no part of you. You know, there's no place in in the conservative movement for ignorant people. You know, but he makes a lot of racial comments, you know, saying... I mean, Biden, young black entrepreneurs, just as capable of succeeding, succeeding, given the chances white entrepreneurs are, but they don't have lawyers. They don't have accountants. Okay. Um, Does Joe know there are many African-Americans that are actually lawyers and accountants? Is he claiming that that people in the profession of accounting, the profession of, of, of law, that they are bigoted, biased against African-Americans? Is that what he's saying? I'm trying to understand it. Are you suggesting that there, there's some people in America that don't know how to hire a lawyer or an accountant or, 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 or call 1-800-ACCOUNTANT, great advertiser of ours, and get legal help really cheap from LegalZoom.com, and it's good help. It's a great company. You know, we talk about them often. They're not turning down any business. We know that for a fact. They want more business. You know, a former GOP candidate, uh, Laverne Spicer, I'm, I'm black and I know exactly where to get lawyers and accountants, you racist. Actually said that to Biden. You know, former congressional candidate, uh, Barrington Martin, said, uh, e- translation, even, I don't even want to say, I can't say it. Anyway, then Biden attacks Mansion and Cinema because they're not going along with this power grab of eliminating the legislative filibuster. Kamala, after completely neglecting the border, now she's got another. Now she's in charge of the administration's push on voting rights. You know, that's the claim. Any integrity in voting is, is Jim Crow 2.0. That's what that job is. By the way, they continue to complain, the Democrats, about any kind of election reform. That requires voter ID that Joe has had for the 5,000 years he's represented the state of Delaware. That's been the law in Delaware. No early voting days, no mail-in balloting. You need an excuse if you want a mail-in ballot or an absentee ballot. Democrats insisting anyone who shows up at a polling place ought to be able to just vote. Regardless of whether you're illegal, immigrant or not, live out of state or not, using the name of a dead voter or not. If they've already voted at 10 other locations or not. Well, that's why John Lott over the New York Post reported this. Out of 47 nations surveyed in Europe, 
a place where, on other matters, American progressives often look to with envy. All but one country in Europe requires a government-issued photo voter ID to vote. The rule holds elsewhere. After massive frauds uh, in the 1988 election from a left-wing challenger in Mexico in 1991, they mandated a Mexico voter ID, photo ID, with biometric information. Why don't they want integrity in our elections? It's obvious. It's got to be nefarious intentions here. By the way, Texas Governor Abbott has declared a, a disaster area about the border in Texas, the pr- crisis there. Biden's State Department is now flying a pride flag at the U.S. Embassy at the Holy See. That's the Vatican. Um, Iranian Navy ship sunk after catching fire in the Gulf of Oman. I don't really like Iran too much myself. Just my own personal opinion. I don't like Hamas, a terrorist organization, and I don't like the number one state sponsor of terror. Meanwhile, Iran is rearming Hamas with thousands of new rockets, according to reports out today. That's not good. I, I'll tell you... If Bennett pulls this off, we'll know by the, we should know by now. I don't know if the news is broken yet. If he forms this coalition with labor, the left wing, the the Arab bloc that's part of, the, they have the, the most screwed up voting system, parliamentary system in the world in Israel. Four elections in two and a half years. Look, this will not last, this coalition. And it will only weaken Israel because Bennett has a, a, an axe to grind against Bibi. That's the only reason Israel is now in this situation that is, frankly, officially dangerous. But not only Israel, but the entire Middle East. And by the way, Biden, he just shut down all drilling in Amwar. Just like he shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. But he did give Vladimir, he did give him a waiver so he could build his pipeline. Really smart. We'll get to the uh, coronavirus and all the stuff about Fauci in these emails. Well, we're going to put the best of all of that on Hannity tonight because it's better to look at it and see it than just talk about it. But, you know, one of the researchers tied to the Wuhan bioweapons lab thanked Fauci for uh, trying to discredit the lab leak theory. China now is blasting the U.S. for actually investigating what they uh, unleashed on the entire world. Michael Goodwin, China's U.S. apologist. We have Hamas apologist and we have China's apologist. He's right. These Fauci emails, I mean, I've, I, we've, we've scoured through the 3,000. It is unbelievable. He needs to be fired. He needs to go. It's way past time. And how he survived and how nobody has, has held him accountable is pretty unbelievable. All right, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. By the way, voters are now saying race relations are worse under Biden, you think? I'm not shocked. (laughs) Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America.
Good, simple man that can mean only one thing, and that's all things Bill O'Reilly and BillOReilly.com. Now out with a number one massive, huge bestseller, again number one, uh, for a number of consecutive weeks, Killing the Mob. Uh, Mr. O'Reilly, sir, first, congratulations. The book is great. I learned a lot that I didn't know about the mob and uh, a lot of research. And, uh, you know, that I can understand why your Killing series is the number one series, book-selling series of all time, apparently. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate you reading it, Hanny, because you're the busiest guy on Earth. I mean, I, hope I really understand I, that. You, <laughs> look, you got, you got three hours of radio, you got an hour of TV, and then I you do. got kung, kung Fu for like eight hours after that. So, no, I mean, I don't, okay, Bill, it's not Kung Fu, it's uh, not Karate, it is mixed martial arts, and it's, it's uh, an eclectic blend of arts. Now, I've invited you to come train <laughs> with me and my sensei in yeah. my dojo. I'm afraid of senseis. Listen, sensei, you know, that we do have once every week or every other week something called pain day. And this is what you want me to do, come to your house. No, no, no. We won't start you out with pain day. As a matter of fact, we're very very respectful. It's very old school, which I think you would like, very traditional. For example... You, uh, we bow in and out when we're doing weapon work. We work with, with firearms and, and situational self-defense and sticks and blades, etc. Oh. When you start out a training on any of these things, you take your, your weapon that you're going to be training with, you turn it upside down, and you bow your head. And yeah. In other words, you're showing respect to your training partner that you're not there to hurt them and that you're you're working on improving your skills. Well, but, uh, we would we would work at your pace. We're not going to kill I appreci- you. I appreciate it, but I have my own pain day. That's watching CNN once a week. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I saw you on uh, TV last night with yeah. uh, Leland Vittert. It was nice of News Nation to put me on, and we discussed killing the mob. And what this book is now morphed into is a history book about what's happening now. So I wrote it, we start with John Dillinger and Al Capone, and then we go all the way through the present day. But what people are latching on to is that organized crime today is affecting all of our lives because it controls the narcotics traffic, which controls the drug gangs that are murdering people, the homeless problem, and on and on and on. So it's a linkage now into what we're seeing in America. You know, Bill, we don't talk about it enough. But and and we have a mutual friend, a former colleague, Eric Bowling, and and he lost his son uh, because of fentanyl. Uh, yeah, that was put in 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 medicine and in, in, in drugs. And this fentanyl crisis, this you know, ninety percent of heroin in this country comes across that southern border. The drug cartels, the gangs, the human traffickers, they're having a field day because they know with the massive influx of illegal immigrants that Joe is processing in the country every second because he got rid of and abandoned the stay in Mexico policy, that that leaves the entire rest of the border wide open for criminals, drug dealers, and human traffickers. And it's not good. We'll lose. It's it's happened last week, the governor of Texas, say more fentanyl has come into Texas than any other time in history. And yesterday, um, Governor Abbott declared a state of emergency in his state, um, whereby he's ordering state law enforcement to do certain things because the federal government will not. 
And and if anybody is defending this Biden policy of open borders, um, even the far left is running away from this. There was another report that said Vice President Harris panicked. And that report came out of CNN, if you can believe it. I don't believe the report, by the way. It's anonymous, but it's out there. She panicked when Biden blindsided her and said, well, we're going to put you in charge of the border because Harris don't want any part of it because she knows what a catastrophe uh, the Biden um, vision is. But my question is, I don't know who's behind this. See, Joe Biden doesn't really have, as we've discussed on your program uh, frequently, doesn't have any core beliefs. I mean, he doesn't, you know, did he analyze what's happening in Mexico? Does he understand what the drug cartels actually do? I will tell you, I don't believe he does. But somebody basically convinced him to basically open the border. So who's defending that? Who thinks this is a good idea? I haven't heard too many of you. No, but actually, um, uh, you know, Joe Biden actually appointed Kamala Harris. Now, she's had never even been to the border. Right. Now she's saying, no, I'm I'm supposed to study the origins of why people want to come to America. And I'm like, well, look yeah. at the conditions in Central America and, and some parts of Mexico. It's not that so hard ridiculous. to figure out. Anyway, it's so ridiculous. So, Let me it, get one more in on that. Yeah, you bet. So it's so absurd because next week the vice president's going to Guatemala and to Mexico. And as you know, because you know me for a long time, I covered the war in El Salvador, and I've been to all of the Central American countries, with the exception of Nicaragua. I haven't been there. I was in a border. I saw it, but I didn't go in there because the Sandinistas would have killed me. But um, Harris is going to go. But you know why she's going. She's promising them $68 million. $68 million. All right. For hey, what? Bill, you know what it is? It's a bribe. Please don't That's come. Bribe, please, right. please tell your people not to come illegally. And we know that blackmail and bribes, it didn't work with with Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un's father and Bill Clinton, you know, on, on the nuclear deal. They still got nuclear weapons. It didn't work bribing the Iranian mullahs. It's not going to work here. I do have a specific question, though, for you. We now in this country have apologists for the terrorist group Hamas. We now in this country have apologists for the communist Chinese. And and I'm getting really, really concerned, especially this unholy alliance that has emerged with China and Russia providing arms to Iran that they are then shipping to Yemen to fight their proxy war in the in the rest of the Middle East. Long question. Now, a plurality of voters now see what we've been discussing and that is that joe biden is a weak president that he's frail he's a cognitive mess now we see the instability that that potentially is creating itself in israel with the weakest coalition government that you'd ever have under any circumstances at a time when america's weakened bill this scares the living hell out of me how do we have congress men and women you know, as Hamas apologists and apologists for the communist Chinese and and oh, you're a conspiracy theorist a year ago. Uh, if you dare discuss the debunked story about the Wuhan uh, Institute of Virology and the origins of the covid virus, How do, I mean, I'm worried, Bill. Well, I think you're going to see a war in the Middle East. Um, I don't think there's right. any question that that will happen in the next year or so. Uh, because Iran now is, look, Hamas fired more than 3,000 rockets into Israel. 
Hamas doesn't make rockets. I mean, you know, they don't have the raw materials to do that. They're shipped there into Gaza by Iran. And everybody knows that. Mossad knows it. CIA knows it. Everybody knows it. Uh, did you hear Biden say one word about that? Nope. He did, he did not. Not a word. And he is now doing to Iran what he's trying to do in Central America. He wants to sign this new nuke deal so he can lift all the sanctions on Iran and they can make more money. So I'm saying to myself, look, there are a lot of villains in this world. They're evil people. Just because you pay them off doesn't make them less evil. Okay? They're going to take your money and they're going to do what they want to do. So I think you're going to see a real conflict emerge in the Middle East. And, of course, Joe is not going to have any. He'll put Kamala in charge, though. She's so busy, but... See, here's my problem, and this now goes into an issue we discuss often, is now we have irrefutable, incontrovertible evidence that Joe Biden lied about meeting Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. We, we, We now have pictures of them, Bill. It was all there on Hunter's laptop the whole time. Yeah. Uh, we already know that Joe leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars to get the Ukrainian prosecutor fired, uh, who was investigating zero experience Hunter, who's making millions. Now, we've got pictures of Joe with Kazakhstan oligarchs and the Russian oligarch, First Lady of Moscow. That was a three and a half million dollar payday to, to Hunter's company. Then, of course, the, we already know a lot about the $1.5 billion deal that Hunter got with the Bank of China, the $100,000 shopping spree with the Chinese national. Every country we need to be standing up to, Joe Biden is compromised on, Bill. Yeah, but nobody cares here in America. I mean, the people who don't like Biden do. Um, well, if his name was Trump, Trump would he be in more trouble? Oh, yeah. But... When you have a media, a corporate media, that's this corrupt, because my column on BillOReilly.com is this week, protecting Joe. And what the corporate media has decided to do is not overtly support him, although some do, but it's in a tepid way. It's just not reported. We're not going to report it. Well, I called it, I called it the candidate protection program, and now it's yeah. the presidential protection program that the mob in the and media that's, provides that's Joe. The strategy. The strategy is that most Americans are ill-informed, and they are, and if we don't tell them stuff, they won't know it because they won't seek it out. And that's what's happening, particularly in the age of the device, where people lose themselves. They actually live their whole life on a little machine in their hand, <laughs> and so true. they don't know. They don't know Hunter from and, – and I think even worse than Hunter – are Biden's two brothers, which did nobody you, has even gotten into, because did they didn't the know that Hunter did. The same You're talking about Joe's brothers, yes. Yeah, Joe Biden. James, okay. Quick break, right back, more with Bill O'Reilly, then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. As we continue, Bill O'Reilly, his number one bestseller, just out, killing the mob at BillOReilly.com and Hannity.com and Amazon.com and bookstores everywhere. So... When you really think about it, Bill, and this just came out a recent study, people that listen to talk radio and watch the Fox News channel are far better informed, know more about current events by by a long shot than those that do not. That does not surprise me in the least. Yet we, we, we are called liars and conspiracy theorists constantly. 
And the real liars, the real conspiracy theorists, are the media mob and the and big tech. We now know their involvement as well. Yeah, they don't want uh, people hearing Donald Trump. Why would you want to hear the 45th president of the United States? We'll knock him out. It's outrageous. And I, didn't they have BillOReilly.com in there? They had they had talk radio, Fox News, and BillOReilly.com, right? That was yeah, I think I missed it. But, yeah, okay, yeah, Bill, yeah. whatever you say, Bill. Um, <laughs> and they said click well, here know, to, to buy you know well Killing the Mob, a, a number one bestseller. Yeah. Um, um, but you, you see, and I Bill, make our living, you and I make our living, and a very nice living, by engaging all topics. But that's not what the corporate media is doing anymore. No, I'll tell you what, what makes us, if, we, and if we're successful in any way, and I, I think by any measure we both have been blessed and very successful, even beyond what we deserve, it's because we do a job that they don't do. The job that they're supposed to do, Bill, yep. they don't do it, and, and nor are they honest about it. Last night I had on, on TV uh, Sean Parnell. And it turns out that fake Jake over at fake news, CNN, fake Jake Tapper was advising him not to run for office for the congressional district. Anyway, he ran anyway. But the, the point is not that Jake did it. It's that Jake claims that he's a journalist. I admit I am a member of the press, a member of the media. I am a talk show host. I can produce thousands of hours of straight news, investigative reporting, thousands of hours of opinion, thousands of hours of, of commentary on culture and sports and everything else. I'm like an entire newspaper, and I'm honest about it. I'm a conservative, a registered conservative. You're honest that you give opinion, although it was a little dishonest when you would always say talking points says. Talking points never talk. It was really <laughs> Bill O'Reilly talking, but go ahead. That was a literary device, Hannity, that somehow escaped <laughs> you in high school. Um, but I'm a, jur- I'm a journalist. And I, get, I get invitations from political groups all the time to speak. I never do. I'm a registered independent. I don't give money to political campaigns. I don't do any of that. But you are in a different category than I am. And, I do whatever the hell I want. There's yeah, your answer. But it really doesn't matter. But I'm honest about it, Bill. If you look at your track record from, what, 25 years, right? And you can't say Hannity wouldn't discuss this topic. Hannity discusses all topics. Correct. Not going on in the corporate media. All right, Mr. O'Reilly, you should take a bow. Uh, Another huge uh, bestseller, number one New York Times now numerous weeks in a row. Killing the Mob, Amazon.com, BillOReilly.com, Hannity.com, bookstores everywhere. Mr. O'Reilly, sir, thank you. Always fun. Thank you for having me. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. Your call's coming up next. We'll continue. for conservative victory. victory. Now, back to the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, so I got overruled on this program yesterday in terms of my staff, uncomfortable with the idea that we can run the Dalton School sex education 
without bleeps. And but I ran it without the bleeping and the editing on TV last night. And then Linda goes, well, that's fine on TV. Why did you why is it fine on TV, but not on radio? Because TV is on at nine o'clock. People need to hear this. Now, I understand that there are parents in the car with their children right now, driving them to and fro and, and may not want their kids to hear it. But if I give the, you know, three, two, one, okay, tune back in and in 45 seconds, that gives them ample time to decide to lower the volume so the kids can't hear it. Job as the executive producer of this show, now being with you almost 17 years, you, is to try just, to make good decisions. Okay. So it is. I, I, listen, my, I made this stupid mistake is I put it up for a vote. I didn't need to put it up for a vote. I could have just said, no, we're not putting the bleeps in. But I was stupid. And I actually, you know, I, I do respect everybody on our team and think the world of everybody we work with. And so I decided, OK, let's see. I, I, I thought for sure I was going to win that vote. Um, just like I won the vote about your need to take Liam to McDonald's. I think it was 86 to 14. People agreed with me that you're denying this poor kid a happy meal, which is just ridiculous. And most people think it's okay to give the kid a happy meal. And you, so you do, just, do you want me to put this up on Hannity.com for a vote? No, I already knew. I, yeah, put it up for a vote. I think I'll win this one. Okay, but I'll I put it up I'd today. Win among my t- but I did think I'd win when we voted as a team yesterday. I said, all right, I'll let you guys weigh in on this. I should have just said, no, we're doing it my way. It is the Sean well, Hannity show. I could have just so- acted like Obama. Uh, elections have consequences. I won, you lost. I could act like him. Well, I think at the end of the day, we all know that Obama wasn't running anything. Uh, but putting that aside. All right, so here's the deal. If people go to Hannity.com. We'll yes. put the question up mm-hmm. uh, and you can decide. And if the audience says they want the unedited, unbleeped version of then this they can go to Hannity.com and watch no, it. OK, there you uh, go. Did, did I ask you to chime in? Were you part of this conversation? Oh, this we're point? all part of the conversation. OK, you said it was a vote. So, so anyway, well, now it's time for the audience to vote. And if the audience votes to hear the unedited unbleeped version will run that tomorrow how's that sounds good i love it okay the new york post was the first to show this we showed it on tv last night we gave a viewer discretion warning and you know this is you know the ever so prestigious uh, dalton school which by the way i mean you have no idea how hard it is to get into these elite private schools in new york i mean it's a nightmare so the parents, they don't agree with this. They don't want this type of sex ed. We're talking about first graders and six-year-olds here. And this is what they're playing for these kids. Listen. Hey, how come my gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an Sometimes I touch my because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my too. You have a there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Well, if private parts are so special, why do you cover them up? 
Because they are private, silly. That's right, Kayla. Because they are private. Hey, Squeaks, pass it. Wait. Okay, I'm ready. And if you're real good、uh, tomorrow, children, guess what? We'll have sippy cups with warm milky, just like President Joey, and、um, and maybe some cookies. And we'll show you more videos on masturbation. I, you can't make this up. Anyway, the reaction has been unbelievable. I mean, the the、uh, the anger from the rest of the country. And I'm like, listen, you got to understand. As goes California, as goes New York,、uh, so usually goes the rest of the country. It starts there, and you know, it's sort of like a, a virus, a pandemic that begins to spread. Kevin is in Texas. What's up, Kevin? Glad you called. How's it going, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. So, real quick, I'm a father of a seven-year-old girl and an eleven-year-old girl. My seven-year-old just finished first grade. I want to know is how is this even legal? Because we have laws that protect our children from deviants or people that teach this type of stuff. And this guy has a、uh, a history of teaching this because he taught a porn literacy to、uh, high schoolers a couple years ago. So how is this? Not showing signs of a sexual. Well, I、predator. think I think it's a woman. I, maybe I'm wrong.、Uh, Justine Fonte is her name, and last month she led a, an explicit porn literacy workshop at a grammar school, an exclusive New York preppy grammar school place. And I mean, I, I get. And the problem is, parents they don't have the alternative except to leave New York, because the only other option. Is the failed public schools of New York City, and so for them it's not really a, a choice. And if you open your mouth, the parents are afraid that their little urchins, to quote O'Reilly, are going to be canceled. So I know this is a bit of a leap,、uh, a leap here, but now are we giving passes to these teachers that have inappropriate sexual behaviors with students? Say when they well, say, "Well, I was doing this in, I was doing this、uh, as a sexual ed type thing." Because you are asking、no、a、idea. phenomenally great question, because you'd never read about this. I promise you, anywhere in Texas, or I, I would be shocked if you did. But there are hundreds of New York City public school teachers that never spend any time in the classroom that get paid their full salary with full benefits for years and years. After allegations of inappropriate、uh, conduct have been made against them, it's nearly impossible to fire them, even when the evidence is overwhelming and incontrovertible because of the unholy alliance with the Democratic Party that owns New York State and the teachers' unions. But if you're a conservative in New York and you get caught jaywalking, you'll get ten years in jail. I think this is just a. Really slippery slope that we do not even want to come near. It's 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 that bad, Kevin. All right, back to our busy phones. Aaron is also in Texas. Aaron, how are you?、Uh, it's a great day to be a Texan, Sean. I'm doing good. Yeah,、um, it's it's. By the way, that means you're smart, and I'm really dumb. I need to well, smarten up and either move to Florida or Texas. I need to get the hell out of here, but go ahead. I digress. So we've got three kids in private school. We've had them in private school their whole lives, and 
you know, we're not we're not the kind of family that can bankroll three private school tuitions pre K through twelfth grade, but we're doing it, and we're doing it at great sacrifice. We're doing it with really hard work, and you know, my kids would love to go to Disneyland every year, but instead, you know, we are paying for private school tuitions and investing in their education and in their school. And so we, and now we're almost done. Our our oldest will be a senior this year, so it's disheartening to hear stuff like this and know that. You know, this is the indoctrination. This is the way things are going. And we've put all this effort into, you know, who our kids are going to be, their characters and their education and their futures. And they're just going to get thrown out into the you know wild with to be beaten up by everybody else who's been exposed to this other stuff and believes this way. And it's, 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 it's sad. It's like, did we, you know, did we waste our time and our money and our effort? Did we waste our sacrifice? I don't think we did. But I hate what everything else looks like. Listen, I, I, I hate to say it, it's sort of like with everyone else. And and I don't know why leftists hate when I say this is my advice to all of you is never count on the government for anything. Don't believe their false promises of, of utopia. Don't believe that, you know, the, the same government bankrupted and and. Basically, they stole the money in the lockbox for Social Security and Medicare. Uh, the same government that can provide simple safety and security and law and order. The same government that can't even in, insist on high standards in public schools when we spend more per capita than any other industrialized country. Uh, the same people that gave you Obamacare and all those promises. You, you cannot count on anything that the government's promising you. And that also includes education. You remind me of a lot of my parents. You sacrificed to send your kids to private school. I went to Catholic schools for 12 years. My mom was a prison guard that worked double shifts almost every day. My dad was a family court probation guy and, and a waiter on weekends. And they never bought new cars. I, I, I can remember like one weekend family vacation. We didn't go on family vacations. I didn't go to Europe. Um, if I went on vacation, it was usually because my cousins would drag me along with them. And that was that was the extent of it. Um, but, you know, it's it's what parents do. It's it's you do that because you love them. But even even in a in a school that mostly reflects your values, um, I consider myself a non-denominational Christian at this point in my life. And the one that needs saving, not the one that has found God and perfectly. But. You know, but my only point to you is, is that you're you're doing all the right things. You put your children ahead of yourself, and you're trying to give them a leg up, which is an education. That's why with my kids, you know, I would tell them, I'm not. You, you're not allowed to work as I did at twelve, washing dishes every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night till two in the morning, or three in the morning, whatever it is. I said your jobs are your sport and your school, and when my kids didn't deliver on school or sports and not winning, you know, just effort and attitude. That those were my two criteria. You know, they they heard from dad and and dad, you know, dropped the hammer and right. I would take away their stuff. Well, I do want to make this point about what you said about the government educating our children. It it's frustrating to me that people have problems with the public schools because the Texas public schools aren't great either and the TEA is the problem, the Texas Education Agency. But people just look at it and say, well, it's not great, but it's free and it's down the street, so I guess we'll just do it. And the point I try to make when I tell people, you know, why we're choosing private school is 
I don't think my kids are more special or deserve anything better than anybody else. I just wish all kids. But it's better than what the governments offer you. And here's the thing. You're paying for the public schools that you're not using. And then you're paying again for the private schools. Now, that's why I think we ought to take all the money we spend on every child. And some some states like New York, it's over twenty thousand dollars a year per student. Give the parents a check and then let the schools uh, compete for parents dollars. And you know what schools are going to do better? The ones that put kids in uniforms, make them sit up straight, shut up and learn to do reading, writing, math, period. Those are the schools the parents are going to want to send their kids to. Not where they're learning, why is my penis erect, as this video says. <laughs> but, but this is why I love you. I mean, you're right, and I just, I just, but I want it to be the norm. I don't want it to be something that, that people have to work three jobs I, I, to accomplish. But, but the, you know what your problem is, Aaron, and I don't mean your problem. You can't solve all of this. You're, you are, you, your situation is, is imminent, you there's an urgency to developing your children the way you want. You're not going to be able to overturn and fix the entire public school system in Texas to make it work in time for your kids. So you've got to find ways to supplement their education. And I, I'll tell you one thing I did, and it's in part because I could afford it. Even in the summer, I made my kids spend an, an hour or two every day with a tutor. Now, why did I do that? Because I'm a pain in the ass, Dad? No, I did it so that because I put a priority on their education. I told a friend of mine this, and they're looking at me like, man, you're you're awful. How, why would you do that to your kids? I'm like, they have the rest of the day to go be free and, and do whatever they like to do. But you know what? I'm not giving up on education because that if you if you start out without the fundamentals, which is a decent education, you're not going to be able to succeed. Education literally is the bridge to opportunity and success in this country. That's why what the Democrats have done, aligning themselves, this unholy alliance with teachers' unions for the money that they're given by the unions for power, that they can stay in power and let the teachers' unions fail, that's where the problem is. But I, I sympathize with you. But there are great online learning programs for kids now that we never had when I when my kids were growing up. Thank goodness they're older, and I just tell them you live and die by your own choices at this point. All right, news roundup and information overload hour eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? So I mentioned with O'Reilly, and I'm sorry about my voice; it's shot today. But I mentioned with O'Reilly earlier how how did the Democratic Party? become a party that is apologists they're apologizing and apologists for the terrorist group hamas how is it that there's not any anger at all at the idea that american tax dollars went to fund the wuhan virology lab that was using gain of function which now we know Dr. Fauci said, well, it's definitely uh, a research worth doing, even if it risks a pandemic. How dumb can this guy be? There's a report now that the Biden administration is looking at ways to dump Fauci. And I mean, there's nothing funny about it. There's nothing he's been right about. And he's been political. And these emails that we referred to earlier in the program, you know, are just a disaster. And it's just it, the whole thing 
And I and I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt more than I should have. You know, um, so anyway, Bill Maher was back. Remember, he was fully vaccinated, just like eight New York Yankees. Now about 10,000 identified cases, fully vaccinated people contracting COVID-19. Less than 150 have died, though. Um, just to give you numbers, that's from the CDC. And, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what to say when Bill Maher becomes a voice of reason and logic and rationale about the woke, cancel culture, radicalized Democratic Party. And by the way, Bill Maher hates me, and I frankly, I don't like him either. He's not, he's, he's just, you know, to me, he's a jackass. But in spite of our differences, Every time that there's been attempts to boycott him, cancel him, like they did on ABC, I, I, I stood firmly in the corner of, no, don't cancel him. And it was conservatives, not liberals, that stood up for him. Anyway, so he was back this Friday. He said a couple of things, talking about the Hamas caucus and Hamas apologists we have in the Democratic Party. And he asked the simple question, well, what if Canada or Mexico fired 4,000 rockets into the U.S.? And then he ripped... Democrats, squad members, for supporting Hamas. Remember, their charter calls for the destruction of Israel. They are a recognized terrorist organization. Listen. Why is Israel's defense ministry is in a civilian area. But and I don't, don't know how else you uh, respond to when you are for it. I mean, what if Canada <laughs> fired 4,000 rockets into America or Mexico, where which is an even better analogy because we actually did steal the land from Mexico uh, I would submit that Israel did not steal anybody's land. This is another thing I've heard in the last couple of weeks, words like occupiers and colonizers and apartheid, which I don't think people understand the history there. It's, it's amazing to me that the progressives think that they're being progressive by taking that side of it, the Bella Hadids of the world, these influencers. Um, I just want to say... In February of this year, a Hamas court ruled that an unmarried woman cannot travel in Gaza without the permission of a male guardian. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's, the pro that's where the progressives are. Bella Hadid and her friends would run screaming to Tel Aviv if they had to live in Gaza for one day. All right, joining us uh, to discuss this and uh, so many other things on the plate today. Uh, Joe Paggs, he hosts his own syndicated radio show nationally, The Joe Pag Show. And uh, Joe Concha, Fox News contributor, columnist for The Hill. And frankly, the the one guy that's the only honest media commentator out there that I hope he gets his own show on Fox eventually. You deserve it. Uh, welcome back, uh, both of you, to the program. Thanks for being with us. I mean, Thanks, when, Joe Paggs, when, when you have Bill Maher, Becoming the voice of reason for the Democratic Party against cancel culture, against woke BS, PCism, and, you know, calling out the Hamas apologists, the communist Chinese apologists. What does that say about how left the, the Democratic Party has gone? For Bill Maher, a guy who nary, you know, 20 years ago, Sean, said that the attackers on 9-11 were brave, freaking out everybody who had a brain, for this guy to be sort of... They used to be left. I mean, he's, of course, left of center. And it, it, I, I thought it was great that you said, I don't like him. He doesn't like me, but I'll defend the guy. This guy is more reasonable than anybody you can name who's in the Democrat Party right now. 
it's stunning to me that he had this guest on there that was so woke that even his speech pattern. So um, they had war crimes, and then he ends the sentences in questions. And for Bill Maher to be the linchpin that you and I turn to to say maybe, just maybe, there's still hope for the left, it's, it's mind-boggling. It truly is bizarro world. I do think Joe Concha, though, he is, he is more libertarian in his thinking and beliefs, and, and we certainly are not going to agree on something like drug legalization or, or anything like that. But, but the idea that the thought that no other person left of center, where he mostly is, even being libertarian, will ever take on the Hamas apologist, for example. I mean, where, where's Nancy? Where's Joe? Where's Chuck? Not a peep out of them. And, and, you know, why won't they speak out? Because they're petrified of the left wing of the party, of the AOC squad wing, of being eviscerated on social media for daring to actually make very logical statements around defending Israel when Hamas is launching rockets indiscriminately against civilians over on the other side. And it's amazing. I've always been a fan of Bill Maher in this sense. I disagree with a lot of things that he has to say. Some things I actually do agree with. He's been leading the way from the left in terms of speaking out against cancel culture, against wokeness, because he isn't afraid of the far left wing of that party or some viewers out there that may take issue with the fact that he is actually calling out conservatives. So while you could disagree with Mar on certain levels, he sticks to his principles at least, and that's something that we really don't see all that much in any media anymore, because particularly on CNN and MSNBC, where they just give their audiences comfort food instead of telling them what they should hear or actually going against the tide once in a while, which is a thing. Well, I, I, I just find the whole thing pretty amazing. You know, why is it that everybody in the media got away, Joe Pags would say, oh, no, this is a debunked conspiracy theory. Oh, no, conspiracy theory, the origins of COVID. Now, here you have, we knew that this virology lab in Wuhan province, in fact, worked with coronaviruses. So it made perfect sense from day one to assume that there's a possibility that there was research gain of function going on and it leaked from the from the lab. But if you even raise the question or the issue, you are excoriated by the mob. Um, now it turns out it's all true. The, the same mob, by the way, that pushed their hoax and conspiracy theory on Trump-Russia collusion for three years. And turns out that it was Hillary that paid for the Russian disinformation dossier used to then acquire four FISA warrants, premeditated fraud there to spy on a presidential candidate and a president. But but they get away with it. And they don't correct the record. They don't do they don't do their research. They just don't like it if if any conservative or any Donald Trump associate of any kind or supporter says this might be where this comes from. Well, the bottom line is Donald Trump bad. We had to make a boogeyman here, and the boogeyman was Donald Trump. Hey, keep in mind, you knew from day one. Joe knew from day one. I knew from day one that uh, the, the idea that it's a coincidence that this Wuhan novel coronavirus is what we all called it from day one just somehow happened in a wet market where a bat or a piece of beef or something, it suddenly jumped to a person while there's something literally called the Wuhan Virology Lab right there in the same town. That was ridiculous. There was no coincidence. We knew that. But even we, as we said it, were shot down like we were somehow evil and we loved Trump too much. I I put out on Twitter, and you know this, Sean, I was suspended from Twitter because I put out about nine, nine, ten months ago, hydroxychloroquine works. 
the president of the United States was hopeful. By the way, there were there were at least now seven confirmed studies that back up that claim that you just made, including the Henry Ford study, Sinai uh, uh, hospital study, foreign uh, clinical trials that have taken place taken early. It is effective in helping to mitigate some of the symptoms. Um, And remember, the two articles that the media cited the most that were in these prestigious medical journals. Yeah, they had to revoke and rescind those those articles. uh, But it was done very quietly. Right. I mean, Sean, it was about Trump hatred. It was about the, the fact that the guy, the leader of the free world, wanted it to work, that he hoped that it would work. And then it turns out it did work. Plus, it's also a medication has been around 65 years and it's very inexpensive. It doesn't cost as much as a, as a vaccine. So circle back to what you're talking about. You have to squelch reality to get a narrative out there because people will believe it if it's said over and over and over and over again. And now that we know that, of course, it's the Wuhan lab, and now that we know hydroxychloroquine works, they won't backtrack because it makes them look like the idiots they are. It makes them look like the complicit arm of the left that they are, and they can't admit that. Yeah, Joe? Well, if you want to play a little game here, it's quite fun. If you want to know if this was bias in broad daylight, just run through this little easy mental exercise, okay? Let's say it was Adam Schiff who presented the possibility of a lab leak in 2020. Do you think the media would not only have dismissed him, but called him a conspiracy theorist the way they did with Senator Tom Cotton and then President Donald Trump? Well, that's a rhetorical question. Because remember, shit, for years, insists there's Russia collusion with the Trump campaign, his allies, and Donald Trump himself insisted that he had evidence. And he was put on TV hundreds of times on CNN and MSNBC, and he never had to present that actual evidence. And that's the thing. Many in the press ate up whatever shift through to them, like seagulls at the beach, not even checking out what they're eating, just, okay, we're going to swallow it up to advance a narrative. But because Tom Cotton had an R next to his name, and he presented what Joe Pags just laid out nicely, which is a very logical explanation that this is the only virology level four lab that studies this sort of stuff in the country, and it happens to be a couple blocks from that wet market. Well, because Cotton said it, and because Trump said it, it can't possibly be true and that is confirmation bias 101 sean yeah well the other example the chinese knew is their travel ban you couldn't travel from wuhan to any other part of china uh nor from any other part of china to wuhan province but you can leave wuhan and go to the rest of the world and affect everybody quick break more with the joes joe pags joe concha on the other side then your calls 800-941-SEAN as we continue all right, we continue with Joe Pag, syndicated talk show host Joe Concha, Fox News and columnist for The Hill. You know, I'm getting a little nervous, and I'll ask you both the same question here. You know, I know this summit with Vladimir Putin is coming up, and Putin is going to this summit and is going to, in my view, he is going to see everything we see, and that is a, a cognitive mess, somebody weak and frail. Now you have Russia and all that they're involved in, two hacks now, one against the colonial pipeline, now against America's meat industry and the world's meat industry. Uh, Joe won't do anything. Joe grants a waiver for Putin to finish his pipeline so he can he can literally provide the lifeblood of our allies and Western uh, Europe, the the energy they need for their economies while simultaneously shutting down high-paying career jobs in our own pipelines in Keystone XL. And I'm worried between Russia and China. China now, they lectured uh, America on human rights in Anchorage. 
China blasting the U.S. for launching a COVID lab leak probe, the origins of the COVID-19 virus. And I'll tell you both, between Russia and China uh, now aligned with the Iranians providing arms to the Iranians so they can fight their proxy war through Yemen, we're in deep, deep Adam Schiff here. Joe. I predict that after this summit, you're going to see Vladimir Putin probably take his suit jacket off, undo his tie, take his shirt off and walk around and all of those pictures that we've seen sticking his chest out and having his shoulders back because like china looked at at the representatives of, of joe biden and said you have you do not come from a position of strength with us Russia's going to feel the exact same way think about what donald trump did through rick perry and through dan bruyette who are the energy secretaries he actually made a deal with the eu saying we're not going to continue protecting you if you keep on buying oil from our enemy so we had an LNG deal in place. We had an oil deal in place. The Keystone XL pipeline, thousands and thousands of jobs to make sure that our friend Canada had its crew done right in the Houston area. Now all of that's gone. I mean, Vladimir Putin is going to probably start laughing. And I'll, I, don't, I don't doubt this guy would look at Biden in the face and say, why don't we do a debate right now live on television while, now that we're here, Joe? They know this guy is weak. Uh, and then they said, oh, and we do him. hope you feel better. <laughs> Right. Yeah, okay, that exactly. wasn't obvious. Last word, Joe. Joe uh, Concha. It looks like Jimmy Carter all over again, doesn't it, guy? Except this may worse be than worse that. when you consider the Middle East, when you consider inflation, and you consider the stakes now. China is much more of an adversary against us for bioweapons and all what we're apparently seeing right now. And Russia, uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, let's put it this way, uh, probably the most ruthless of all the Russian presidents that, that we've seen in some time. So, yeah, this is only going to get worse, guys. They're all emboldened. They see what the media mob protects the rest of America from even catching they don't show it. It's so obvious. It's humiliating. It's embarrassing. And frankly, it's dangerous. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. Joe Pags, Joe Concha, thank you. We'll get to your calls next half hour. We'll continue. favorite radio talk show host is on the air right now. Right, Mr. Baldwin? Here's Sean Hannity. Alright, 25 to the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Um, you know, we've chronicled something that the media mob gives Joe a pass on. Well, we've chronicled a ton of things they give him a pass on. Quid pro quo Joe, leveraging a billion dollars uh, fire a prosecutor in Ukraine, investigating zero experience. Hunter, the, the kid that's 50 that went on GMA, you know, any experience in oil? No. Any experience in energy? No. Gas? No. Ukraine? No. Well, why, why, why did they pick you? You know, why did you make that? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they picked me. Maybe because your father's in charge of Ukrainian policy as the vice president? Yeah, probably. That's that's probably why they picked me to pay me millions for no knowledge, no background, no experience whatsoever. And it happened everywhere. Now we know Joe lied when he said, I, I've never talked to my son about his foreign business dealings. Yeah, he was meeting with them regularly in restaurants all over Washington, D.C. He's a liar. Imagine if it was Donald Trump. But, you know, I digress. You know, there's, there's just this dual standard 
if you're a liberal Democrat, if your last name is Clinton or Obama, or you are a deep state operative that is against all things conservative, all things Trump, you get a pass. In New York, if you're a conservative, you jaywalk, you'll get 10 to 20 years in prison. If you're a liberal and part of a, a, a riot and a mob throwing rocks and bricks and bottles and Molotov cocktails at police, you'll just get released. This violent criminal that hit this this poor Asian-American woman just clocked her and knocked her out. You know, this guy had been arrested for assault, what, eight times written recently. No bail in New York. You get out. Anyway, so Biden himself, he's gotten away with pretty much everything. Well, why is that? Why did he ever get away with on the racial issues? You know, you ain't black. I mean, think about that. You know, for the first time ever, right? You got you got an African American who's who's bright and clean and articulate. First time ever, Joe. Really? Come on, man. We got the whole thing in Delaware. Largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. To fully, I'm not joking. You don't know my state. My state was a slave state. My state is a border state. My state is the eighth largest black population in the country. You got the first sort of mainstream African American. Yeah articulate and bright and, and, and clean and a nice looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a story. Unchain Wall Street. They're going to put you all back in chains. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I'm a 29-year-old oddball. The only reason I was able to raise the money is I was able to have a national constituency to run for office. Because I was 29, I'm like the token black or the token woman. I was the token young person. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets. The guy that partnered with the former Klansman to stop the integration of schools, not just the Klansmen, the Klansmen that filibustered the historic 64 Civil Rights Act, the historic 65 Voting Rights Act. Lyndon Johnson relied on a majority of Republicans to get those bills passed. Republicans never get the credit. Republican Party, the party of Lincoln, they don't get that credit either. Just this, you know, playbook narrative every two years, four years. Well, now it's pretty much every day that Republicans are racist and sexist and misogynist and homophobic and xenophobic and Islamophobic and now transphobic. And they want dirty air and water and they want some Republican to take your grandma, grandpa in a wheelchair and throw them over a cliff and kill them. That's the narrative. But Joe on race gets a pass. How do you get away with with partnering with a Klansman to stop the integration of schools and school busing and, and say that you don't want America's public schools to become racial jungles. How did he get a pass? Joe Biden, if you remember, said, poor kids are just as uh, smart as white kids. Remember this? Challenge these students. 
We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. Poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids. Is he, is he going on a false assumption that somehow kids that are poor are just minorities? Tried, he went in for the save after he said what he said. He's given this speech yesterday how black entrepreneurs are as capable as succeeding as whites, but they don't have lawyers or accountants, is what he said. Instead of denying millions of entrepreneurs the ability to access capital and, and, and contracting, made it possible to take their dreams to the marketplace to create jobs and invest in our communities. That, the data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have, they, they, they don't have accountants. But they have great ideas. That is just not true. What do you mean you don't have access? Are there people in this day and age, are there groups of accountants and groups of lawyers that are turning down business because the the customer is an African-American? Anybody that's in any business, I'll tell you, one of the greatest advertisers we have, they're doing gangbusters. They're growing by leaps and and bounds. And that's 1-800-ACCOUNTANT. Now, LegalZoom is not a law service, but you have access to attorneys for consultation as part of their plans that's you know that's available and these are inexpensive options for everybody yeah lawyers can be expensive trust me i know they can be expensive but you don't have to you know if you're starting a business there are all of these great services 1-800 accountant for 200 bucks a year they will handle everything start to finish I mean, it's an amazing service. It really is. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. All right, let's get to our phones. Uh, let us say hi to Bud in Los Angeles. Bud, how are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, thank you. Uh, just let me say thank you so much for taking this call. Uh, I just discovered you, Sean, Mr. Hannity. I... We- I'm just, uh, I, I've discovered you and, and Mark Levin. and How did you Andrew just Will discover Powell. us when we've only been here 25 and years, I, put, and well, on Fox I, I 25 knew, years? You've never heard of me before? I, oh, Should I, are you kidding me? I've, I've known your name, and I've had ideas about you, just like I've had ideas about the Republicans for 30-something years. You know, I grew All right, well, let me ask you a question, and then I promise I won't take away from your call. I do have a question about that. So based on what other people said to you about me and my shows. Like you're a hack. I'm a hack. <laughs> okay, now that you've listened to the person they described as a hack, what's your opinion? I'm flipping out. I'm <laughs> Why? I can't even believe the ignorance mixed in with, I don't know how much stupidity. You have, like, dangerous mindsets of everybody in this country. And I'm talking about... The most educated. I grew up at the Jersey Shore between Asbury Park and Long Branch. I grew up in a mansion with incredible intellectual parents with libraries in my house, upstairs and downstairs. I was reading Dostoevsky and, and uh, 
Tolstoy when I was 10 years old. Wow. I, my parents were Orthodox Jews, but we were very liberal. It was the 70s. And uh, my pa- grandparents had given a lot of money on, other, uh, on both sides to Israel uh, in, 19, in the 40s and helped them become a state. Um, you know, my, we belonged to a beach club down the street from my house uh, at the time. Uh, and I remember we joined the Elberon Beach Club, which is where Trump's uh, kids live, right down the street on Ocean Avenue. We joined that beach club, and I even asked my dad, I remember, why are we joining Elbron, Elbron Surf Club? He said, because they don't allow Jews. Wow. So I was like, how are we going to hey, join? By the way, isn't that allowed? sad? And my, mother at, and my mother looked at me and said, your father's going to, your father will get a membership. And we did. We ended up, we were like the only by Jews. By the way, uh, I, uh, th- this is something that exists today. Because I am a member of a predominantly Jewish American club. There are, it's amazing how these clubs are, 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 not, are segregated in many ways. Now, you have a, maybe quote, a quote a few, but I, I don't like it at all, to be very honest. The club I'm a member of is actually very open, but it just happens to be predominantly Jewish American, and I'm honored to be a member. Yeah, I don't ever like go. I'm like the, I'm like the, the, I'm like the perfect member. I pay dues and I never show up. You know, they were part of the ethical culture movement, which I realized at a young age, they're all Jews, except we had one German couple that I think they were Christian. But, you know, we, we used to have parties at my house with these intellects and they'd talk about, you know, all these groups of couples, uh, married couples would come over. They were all Jews, every one of them. You know, we'd have rabbis in my family, too. You know, my, Chaim Potok was my mother's neighbor in Brooklyn when she was growing up, you know, the author of The Chosen and The Book of Lights. I had his original book signed by him. I, I was, you know, I had rabbis in my family teaching me about the Jews, and, and I actually got baptized by a rabbi two years ago uh, in Orange County. I gave my life to Jesus Christ as a Jew. I'm not a Christian, but I believe that Jesus was our Messiah. I am versed in the whole... The Mashiach. In other words, you, you're a messianic... There's a term for it. I think it's messianic Jewish, right? You know what? I'm Jewish, and I just think, you know, they made a huge mistake when Jesus was around because of political reasons and other things. And all right, I don't want to get into all that that stuff, but I mean, isn't isn't the term messianic? Well, you know, it's it's messianic Jewish. That means you believe. Listen, listen, you know, we could talk about this all day. Most Christians believe, and I discussed this recently, and the Bible's pretty clear on it. My understanding is pretty clear is that, you know, the Jewish people were God's chosen people. And Jesus was a bridge for mankind after the fall of man, a, a the ultimate sacrifice to reconcile man to God the Father, uh, that they may repent of their sins, uh, be sorry for what they have done, seek forgiveness, which will be granted, and and then a path to heaven is given them. Anyway, go ahead. What you, so get to your, the rest of your point. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, you know, I, it's just that I'm, I truly believe in Scripture. I truly believe that even everything that's going on is biblical. By the way, Donald Trump, absolutely chosen by God. But I believe that things are, are in the works, and God's hand is, is slow at, at maybe helping a country that is, not, is moving away from him. If you look at really where all these problems started, it started in the 60s, when they, 70s, when they stopped praying in the schools. Then they removed the Bible. They removed all this godly stuff. You know, they're trying to remove God off our money. You look back at Israel, even uh, during the times of the, you know, biblical times, the Prezites, the Hittites, the Amorites, everybody that came uh, uh, against them were defeated. And, and Israel had that land. Israel had that land even where the Gaza is at the time. It was called Canaan. 
you know, those people were there the whole time. When they got their state back in 1948, they even gave a lot of that land away. Israel doesn't, if you look at their history, they've never gone against anybody that didn't go against them. They've never attacked a country for no reason. They, they never, they're not even, they've never even aggravated any other sects or religions or people. They don't even condemn Hamas like they, they condemn what they're doing to them, but they never lash out at them and say, we want them dead. Or, and if they disarmed Hamas, if they disarmed Iran, they would free those people. They would be so kind and loving and giving and generous to all the Iranians, to all the Palestinians. They would do everything in their power to make their lives beautiful to enrich their lives to give the I could talk to you all day I'm just I'm just running out of time and it's sad to me with all the success of the Abraham Accords and the alliances that Donald Trump that were unimaginable five years you know five years ago with Jordan Egypt the Saudis the Emirates and and all these agreements between Israel and these Arab countries that's all now with Biden and maybe BB out um, it's a disaster an unmitigated disaster that will unfold right before our eyes. And I pray to God above that I'm wrong. I appreciate the call, sir. God bless you. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Full investigation, the Fauci emails. Apparently his book is also off Amazon. Uh, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Laura Trump. Uh, we'll have uh, Governor Abbott of Texas. Well, in a battle with all things Biden, Senator Ron Johnson, Leo 2.0, and Larry. And it's all happening. 9 Eastern, please set your DVR. Hannity on the Fox News Channel. News you won't get from the mob. We'll see you tonight at 9, back here tomorrow. As always, you make this show happen. Thank you for being with us.